Well, good day, one and all. I'm Jeff Graham. This is Mayor Graham's View, the podcast. And, well, we're here on a weekend, but a lot is going on this weekend. So maybe I thought I should chime in a little bit, on my own at least. And, uh, yeah, well, what do we got happening here? You know, there's so much. I, I was in the news. I was over at uh, Eastern Boulevard today. I wanted to see where that car went into the power canal. I couldn't really find any evidence of the tire tracks or broken fence, so they must have fixed it up nice. But, boy, was that something over the weekend? And how about that guy that did a 20-year-old soldier and in the aviation brigade? And the media kind of, you know, kind of glossed over this and covered it up. But there was a picture he posted on Facebook. After he dumped this in the drink at 6 in the morning, and he he, um, got out, thankfully, and the, uh, the um, car was gotten out, and they had divers over there and a, and a crane and everything else. A lot of people, you know, put themselves in peril and spent money to uh, correct this. And then he, the car is sitting on the shore all busted up, and he gets on top of it with his arms in the air saying, oh, the 10th Mountain Division is tougher than Black River. And I said, what a douche. Yeah. And one only hopes that his first sergeant decides that this guy should be cleaning a latrine with a toothbrush for a month or so because that was an embarrassment. That was an embarrassment. Glad he didn't get hurt. We're all glad he didn't get hurt. But uh, come on, there was a lot of people, a lot of money spent, a lot of people who put their uh, own lives at risk there as first responders, and that was uh, kind of unnecessary. I think it was, I know there's others who will feel differently and say, oh, well, you know, you just being, yeah, well, I don't care what you think. Um, now, what's going on? We had a lot of politics over the weekend, and we've been following this to a certain extent. It's called redistricting. It's where the lines for congressional and state senate and assembly districts are redrawn, and you know other political subdivisions too, but not, um, yeah. So what's the deal on it? What happened over the weekend that was so, um, yeah, well, I'll tell you what happened over the weekend, and it was kind of interesting, and that is Judge Patrick McAllister from down in Steuben County, Bath, New York, and the special master he had, uh, oh, goodness, um, appointed, finalized the maps for congressional districts and state senate districts. Now, let me touch on the state senate districts briefly. Um, The 48th district where Watertown is, Jefferson County, uh, the tentative drawing was Jefferson, Oswego, and Cayuga County down to Auburn. Um, the only person who had announced for that was, of course, the Walzik lad, uh, Assemblyman Mark Walzik. And there was speculation that uh, that new district uh, in which he wasn't as familiar to people, well, that maybe, just maybe, um, somebody else would try to get in, whether it be the mayor of Oswego or maybe Assemblyman, no, or... Perhaps, uh, yeah, Matt Doheny, who had run for Congress a couple of times, and uh, there was thought that maybe he would get in. Well, he didn't, or he hasn't so far, at least, because they changed it. It's now called the 49th Senate District and includes only a part. It's got Jefferson, Western St. Lawrence now is in it, uh, Lewis, and it, it goes down into Hamilton and Herkimer and some of that area and a piece of uh, Oswego County as well. So it's not as attractive a district, and we understand that probably Mr. Doheny won't run in it right now, and that the Walzik, well, I don't know if there'll be a Democrat, but the Walzik lad will probably win that um, Senate seat, the 49th Senate District. Now, the other side of it is the uh, 
congressional districts. And this has gone back and forth. Uh, New York right now has 27 congressional districts. As a result of the census, we lose one district. We're down to 26. So when you redraw it, you're going to have some changes. So uh, there was controversy downstate with some of the drawings in Brooklyn and Manhattan and so on, and the, some of the Democrats didn't like that. But not that we really care about that, but there was also a court fight. Uh, voters in New York in 2014 had passed a constitutional amendment sort of um, outlawing, if you will, a blatant partisan gerrymandering. And a suit was brought in state Supreme Court in Steuben County in front of Judge McAllister. And lo and behold, he ruled in their favor. So did the appellate division, and so did the Court of Appeals. And kudos to them for doing that. Everybody thought the Court of Appeals, being all Democratic appointees, would just do the the party thing, and they actually did the constitutional thing and upheld it. So uh, the districts had to be redrawn according to... um, uh, various standards, and you're never going to get everything that everybody likes, first of all. That, that goes without saying. But in this area, the original rendition had um, the traditional North Country District a little bit broken up. Uh, Jefferson County was broken off and attached to a district that meandered through Oswego County and around s- south of Rochester and over to Buffalo. A lot of people didn't like that. They said it was not a... Uh, a uh, community of interest, it was uh, awkward, it was this, it was that, and that we were at the rump of the district. But uh, that didn't get changed very much in the final version. Uh, There were changes made. Um, The Buffalo part of it on Erie County was taken out, and the district now snakes up into Niagara County, where the falls is. So that's the 24th congressional district. That's where Watertown sits. Now, Fort Drum uh, is part of the 21st district, uh, now held by Elise Stefanik, and that's the only part of Jefferson County, really, uh, that quadrant of it that's in that district. So most of Jefferson County and most of the people who live here live in the 24th. Well, so what was happening a few weeks ago? Uh, a fellow named Chris Jacobs, Re- Representative Chris Jacobs, who represented um, a district in western New York, uh, he lives in Orchard Park where the Bills play, but uh, he, uh, represented a district. He said he's going to run in the 24th. And he came here to Watertown. He spent money on commercials. He was even on the hotline. So basically, Mr. Jacobs uh, was going to be it. There's a Mr. Frati from down the uh, um, Geneva area who wanted to run for the uh, Republican nomination. There was also a Democrat from central New York who expressed interest too. So that was chugging along. And then the revised maps came out last night around midnight from Judge McAllister. And there were minor changes, but what happened was that uh, uh, suddenly, uh, well, Mr. Jacobs found that none of Erie County was in the district. His home is located now in District 23, which uh, is sort of in the southern tier down by Chautauqua County, Jamestown, uh, that whole southern tier of counties along the Pennsylvania border. So he announced that he's going to run in that district. It's an open district, incidentally. And I said, well, what's going to happen? What's the other shoe to drop? Well, the other shoe to drop was Representative Claudia Tenney, who now represents the 22nd district. This is all kind of confusing to those of you not on the inside, but that goes from like the Utica area over through Oswego County. So all of a sudden, she is going to run in District 24, which includes Watertown. So that basically, and, and, you know, she would come into this as the prohibitive favorite. She's a um, well-known Republican conservative 
a Trumper through and through. She's a Trumper, and uh, she's close associate of uh, Elise Stefanik. So she would be running to represent most of Jefferson County and Stefanik, the rest of the county. So we'd have up with two members of Congress. Is this a good thing, bad thing? I, you tell me. Um, but uh, that's kind of the way it is right now. And uh, there'll be a primary in August, August 23rd. And uh, other candidates, including the gentleman from Geneva, uh, will compete. But I suspect... Ms. Tenney will win that, and if she does, given the demographics of the 24th, she probably would be elected to Congress. Now, this is not going to sit well with the, with the Scotty crowd down on Arcade Street or, or Pub, North Country Public Radio. Um, this is a woman who is uh, more strident, perhaps, than even uh, Stefanik, who they hate already. So those people aren't going to like it, but the rest of us should like it. And she'll be a good representative, and she's an active, hard worker and all of that stuff. And we look forward to uh, meeting her, whether it be on this podcast or on the hotline or just in person uh, somewhere, somehow. So that's what's going on with these districts. And uh, uh, Stefanik, uh, her district, District 21, pretty much the same, St. Lawrence County on east, but it now extends further south into the Capital District. Now, you, you say to yourself, Who's representing who? In this new 24th district, um, from Watertown to Niagara County, uh, 10% of the people in that district live in the Watertown media market. That's how things are kind of measured. And um, 40% live in the uh, Rochester media market. I think it's 20% in Buffalo and 30% in the Syracuse market. So we're not a big part of it population wise, but obviously, um, with Fort drum up here and all of that, we hope to, uh, you know, stay on the radar. And obviously, um, Ms. Tenney is a high profile person and, um, with her affiliations with Stefanik, I think it'll work well for us. Um, we can only hope, right? We can only hope. So that's the latest on all of this redistricting, and I don't know if uh, you know if you have any great feelings on it, and we can comment on it in the weeks to come on the hotline or elsewhere. But uh, that's kind of the way it's going to be. I think that's the final that's the final take on these districts. And the judge, Judge McAllister, set August twenty third as the primary date for congressional and senate districts. Now, on June twenty eighth, primaries will be held for statewide office governor. Lieutenant Governor, et cetera, as well as, um, what's the other one, uh, assembly races and other local races, like in Jefferson County, we have a sheriff's race, three-way primary for sheriff. So that's what's going to be going on electorally. You get two primaries this summer. Um, both parties, I think both major parties can vote in both. There's certainly a gubernatorial primary in both parties, and it looks like... Um, at least in the 21st district, there'll be a congressional primary in both parties and not much in the state Senate that I know of. And then there's the assembly primary with Gray and Duffy. So there's some things going on if, uh, for those of you who like to vote, and many of us do. Um, and uh, hopefully you'll uh, take part in it all. Now, as far as other politics go, uh, we had a great uh, show on the hotline this week with Millie Smith, the wife of the mayor, but more important, a, a ardent uh, critic of the school system. She was shut down by the school system, and they've come up with a, a whole set of rules that say they're correct in doing that because they don't—they're not interested in hearing from you. 
and certainly not me, uh, you know, someone who's childless and so on. But um, I, I thought Millie Smith did a great job on the hotline, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully she'll be back again at school board meetings and on the hotline. Um, be a good thing. Other than that, not too much going on politically and or anything else, but uh, other than some nice weather this weekend, hope you're enjoying it, and um, hope to talk to you soon. You're listening to the podcast of Mayor Graham's View, and um, I'm Jeff Graham.